Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, we have Mark Henry Tommy Dreamer, and we're breaking down SummerSlam 2022. We get into the main event between Brock Lesnar and your champion Roman Reigns. We give our MVPs of SummerSlam, and also we get into Ric Flair's final match right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We'll start with you, Mark. Who do you got for your MVP? From Saturday, man, I, I was, I would have to say, R- Roman Reigns would be the MVP. Um, he 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 beat Brock Lesnar in the last Man Standing match in the, one of the second largest pay per view of the year for WWE. After holding that title, it seems like for like two years or three how, how many years has he held the title it's been a he's while becoming like the modern day bruno san martino yep to where you hold the title so long that people forget did he lose and you go no he's consecutively held it and he is bringing everybody else along with him you look at the usos like he is bringing them along and making them the long, one of the longest reigning tag teams of all time. And there is no weakness in the bloodline, you know, and I, I was hoping that they would continue to have Sammy Zayn, you know, being the, uh, the outside ooze and stuff just to add some levity to the, it doesn't need it. It doesn't need anything. The bloodline is my MVP. Uh, I had some great honorable mentions. I thought Logan Paul was, um, lo- he looked like a, a, a seasoned pro wrestler. Um, I, I thought that having the return of uh, Bailey and Dakota Kai and, and EO Shirai, who all these women have been gone for months and months. And, you know, over a year in Bailey's case, um, I thought that uh, Pat McAfee is a damn star, y'all. 
Like Pat McAfee is special. Like, you know, that show was entertaining and, and then it wasn't even really the wrestling that was entertaining. It was the wrestling was entertaining. Don't, 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 I'm not trying to uh, diminish the talent and the ability in the ring. It was awesome, but it was the personalities. It was what Vince used to say about superstars. Like, you know, the individuals doing it. Do you get my attention? Pat McAfee, when he walks into a stadium, just by the way he looks at the crowd and, 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 and he referenced his, the, the person that he's about to work with and, and, and moves, he just oozes that, that star quality, man. I, I, uh, I think Pat McAfee would be a better wrestler than he is an announcer. You know, Mark, and before, Tommy, we get your MVP, I want to go back to something you just said, Mark, and you talked about the length of Roman Reigns' reign, and it's 700 days now that he's been the champion and that's sitting at the head of the table. The one thing, and Tommy and I talked about this at length on our, our post show yesterday, Mark, as you just mentioned, Bruno San Martino, one thing that they did a great job of on Saturday night is referencing points in history. Uh, as Roman was walking down that aisle, they talked about the length of his reign, and, and, and they compared him to a Bruno San Martino, to a Bob Backlund, you know, to a Hulk Hogan. One thing that I noticed during the course of the show on Saturday is they weren't a, afraid to reference things that happened in the past. Even with the Usos, they were talking about great tag teams, and they talked about the Hardys. And Matt and Jeff Hardy don't work with the WWE currently, I felt like wow. that grabbed me as a bit of a change that I don't think would have happened a week, two, three, six years ago here in the WWE. I, I didn't even I didn't even think about that till you just said that. They did do that. Yep. And and that's man, that's crazy. They like, did it throughout the course of the show too, Mark. They even they named referees by name. They did a lot of yep. things that were kind of Vince McMahon no dues or you know pet peeves and just acknowledging the past and referencing the history of the wwe was so refreshing in its commentary where you know michael cole is trending and people are talking about the renaissance of michael cole because he's so looking like he's enjoying his job because he's able to do his job and it was just like dave said when they said matt and jeff you're like wait did, did i really just hear that or it just skipped a beat, but it, because you're, you're for me. And then when people on social media are talking about it, it is amazing just because for so long, you're not, you know, able to hear certain words or, you know, the wrestling is about history and it's about the men and women who helped pave the way for the others to get to SummerSlam and to acknowledge that. I mean, even they went down the record of the longest reigning champion, Bruno, uh, Backlund, Pedro, Hulk, and then Roman Reigns. And just to hear those names and, you know, it's just like, wow, like this is going to be d a different regime here in the WWE. And it, it, that's why it gave us like so much hope. And, you know, it's, it's, I said for everybody in the wrestling industry, if you own a wrestling company, it's time to, I say, do the proverbial Paul Heyman, stand up, pull up your pants and tighten up your belt because it's on now because WWE is going you know that pg-14 plus it's it's a whole new era and it's also an era with someone at the helm that's a wrestling fan 
You know? Speaking of Paul Heyman, Tommy, Paul Heyman took a bump for the first <laughs> I, time. I said the same thing. In years. Yep. In years. And he did not move a muscle the entire time. He was dead. They killed Paul Heyman. I was like, oh, my God, they killed Kenny. They, yes, Paul took a bump, y'all. And I, it was a hell of a one. It was a hell of a <laughs> scared the shit out of me. He's no spring chicken, and he looks like a piece of chicken. He, he, the, the guy bumped over the table, and I, I, I gasped like I was 80 years old. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> man, it just took my breath away. Like it, that, the pay per view was good, man. It they did a lot of things that um, you. I don't know if you would have, you would have thought that would have happened before Vince left, but I think that they're not trying to like do something different just because Vince is gone. I think they're just doing stuff because they don't feel like they'll be judged by it. That's that's just the you know that's my opinion. There's no fact to that. Um, Here's who you, my dude. MVP is. Okay. And this is gonna piss a lot of people off, but as an insider uh, baseball, as we like to term, we should just start calling insider wrestling. By the way, it's a wrestling show. Um, the Miz, that match that uh, and with the second runner-up to uh, Baron Corbin. Because Baron Corbin legit saved uh, Pat McAfee's life not once but twice. Um, Miz, that match, and everyone talking about Logan Paul, and I'm looking at all the views. And you know, Mark, um, I watched that. I'm, I'm at my house in Michigan, and we had family over, and you know, I'm in the other room watching TV. And my daughters, my my nephews, uh, cousins, when Logan Paul came on, they're like, "Wait, is that Logan Paul?" And I said it to Dave, this isn't our generation uh, watching it, but everyone then gravitated towards the television, non-wrestling fans. And I was like, wow, it, I'm watching what everyone talks about in professional wrestling when you're in the industry, outsider eyes or new eyes on a product. And Logan Paul definitely has that, but that match could not have happened without Miz and, and no. Ollie and I and Dave talked about people with athletic ability, God given athletic ability, and he has it. And that everything that was generated because the people were going to turn on him, but because he was also there with the Miz and the Miz was the, the, the ring general that night. And for our generation, we don't picture Miz as a ring general, but Miz has been a, a ring general for a long, long time. Former, you know, world champion has held every title, but Miz being the heel and Miz, it, people, it's an amazing feat to, to what Logan Paul did. You have no clue how far that is from the ring post to that table. It's even a bigger feat to be the person laying there and waiting for that to happen. And you have no clue how a person's going to land on you, crush your face. And, and that's a moment where, you know, everyone it, it's on sports center. It's all that stuff. And yes, everybody's praising the guy doing the move, but the person laying there, God, you have no clue because a lot of times I've been that person. Um, and, you get and a knee in the face. And especially there's, you have to commit from that point 
where it's not like when I'm laying there and, you know, if I'm wrestling Mark Henry and I know all of a sudden there's a shadow and the ring is moving and I know I have to either take this big splash or I have the option of moving and I have to trust my opponent who's Mark Henry. Like I said, I would, I would wrestle every single match uh, for the rest of my career against Mark Henry, because I loved wrestling Mark Henry and Mark, if he slipped, if he, if he did anything could legit kill me, break my bones, break my sternum, never did. Um, he did make me poop my pants once, but that's a whole other story. And, but Logan Paul uh, had a great showing for himself and even just doing these simple moves, like for, you know, leaping over, you have to leap over, but the other guy, when he's coming at you, he's got a duck or else you're going to get a, a, a Miz head right to your junk and you're not going to be able to get up. So Miz was my MVP because also when the crowd started to turn on Logan Paul, Miz stepped up. And another thing from, and we didn't talk about it, Dave, <clears throat> like just like uh, Mark said about Roman Reigns, Miz also has that ability to get things over that you don't think are going to get over. And yes, we have this great wrestler in Ciampa, but, you know, in that match, he's been like a, um, a manager, another part where if something we don't see. And when he got thrown out, that place erupted because that's another guaranteed pop when the heel gets thrown out. And when he said, I'm not going, I was like, whoa. And then here comes AJ Styles, another great surprise. And I get to see a, a AJ Styles Ciampa match. Hopefully that lasts some time. But even Ciampa, who's a great talker, great wrestler, I can't say enough great things about him. He's getting more over being with The Miz because guess what's eventually going to happen? He'll turn on The Miz and he'll be a bigger star. But if you think of all the people that Miz has had with him um, and that has gotten over, I mean, the, the greatest one would be Damian Sandow and mimicking all that stuff that he did to the point where he won money in a bank. But <clears throat> it's... Miz also has that touch, and that's why Miz was my MVP for uh, SummerSlam. Tommy, I, I don't know if you listened to the show last week, but uh, we, we, we talked about people that uh, can benefit the most from uh, a, the, the regime change and, and, and what, what, who we feel like was kind of lost in the shuffle over the last few years. Who did I say, Dave? You said the Miz. I said the Miz. I said Miz could be champion. When the pandemic hit and Miz was doing reality TV and Dancing with the Stars and stuff like that, the perception of him in the ring changed. They moved him into a different category and they took him out of being a champion. Uh, they took Miz out of being a main event wrestler and just they they started using him as um, an advertisement for pro wrestling, which, you know, either way is valuable because there ain't a lot of people that they're choosing to be on Dancing with the Stars. Right. There's not a lot of people that are on mainstream shows that are that person-centric on a TV show. It's not many. So yeah, it's great to use that. But Miz was a multiple time world champion and very valuable commodity as, and you said ring general? Miz been there, done that. 
he can handle it. And and yes, Logan Paul looked like a million dollars because of Miz, but also Lo- Logan Paul is a natural. Yes, he's a natural. He reminds me, bro. I, I don't. I mean, I, I. He he he's like he's like Dolph Ziggler, like Dolph can can do everything and anything. Like he, he's he's a valuable valuable talent, and I'm, it's good to see him back uh, uh, on television. But Logan Paul reminds me of, of his athletic ability. If Logan Paul uh, continues to find the passion for professional wrestling, which I know he's a fan, if he continues to train and really, really dive deep, he'll, he'll main event WrestleMania, no doubt. Yeah, he's got it. He's got he's the look. Got he's it. got the body. Um, there's a lot of different people that he reminds me of. And, you know, Dave, you – understand how hard this is uh just you know to step into the ring you've even you know we joke about your lagreca lean but the moment you went up there you're like oh my god i can't believe how high this is oh my god i can't believe how yeah. close it is to the guardrail like all these these different intangibles that you really don't think of or even getting into the ring but it, it's for logan paul man that guy has so much uh athletic ability if he continues to love this business he will main event wrestlemania and but it also he's going to have to have some great feuds, dance partners, and people to help him along because it is a long, long way. Twenty-three million Instagram followers. Twenty-three million Instagram kind of followers. Over. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. How much money you think that he's pulling in monthly from Instagram? I mean, being I an no influencer. Clue. I mean, that's I have no idea, Mark. But that shows you by that amount of following uh, that WWE made the right choice of making him a part yeah, they did. of their family. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread, give you fantasy advice all season long, while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. 
to get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The main event, last man standing match between Brock and Roman Reigns. You heard the call from Michael Cole. We'll get it to Michael Cole as well because you talk about MVPs. He had an MVP performance on Saturday night. But, you know, Tommy, what did you think of what we saw in that main event on Saturday? Loved it. Different. Uh, once I saw the tractor, I knew it would be involved uh, somehow. Did not think uh, it was involved. And, you know, it goes to uh, something we talked about. It was I love firsts. First time I've ever seen a ring picked up like that. Moved and then picked up. Uh, both Mark and I would probably have loved to have seen the tractor be a part of the finish. Uh, I had said yesterday, I wish they flipped the entire ring on top of Brock. Just keep on driving. But hell, the fans are in the way. Just Sometimes you got to just crush the fans. You see dubstep. Oh. But um, how about how about just using the, the, the plow and just lowering it down and, and just holding him down to where he couldn't get up? That was that was like what I thought would have been great. Yeah, it's also a big risk factor if the ring falls on top of him. But yes, you could have done it uh, different ways. Uh, but I just loved. I love the carnage. I love when I'm wrestling and I tell you know when referees start clearing the ring and I'm like, no, leave it there. It just I love that carnage. And after you know when SummerSlam, you saw the carnage of the ring and you know Michael Cole's call even when they're they're ending the show like hey can somebody get help here you know this guy's hurt he's been buried under a bunch of stuff gave it realism and and just the carnage and then the wrestlers coming out of the carnage you know from picking up Paul Heyman um to to people attending to Roman Reigns and you know that's a great signature and if you think about it you know all the fans were still there you know it was a uh, a big thing last night when they were about Ric Flair and they talk about the people were standing, the people were standing a lot uh, throughout SummerSlam, but they were also standing a lot during that match. Some because on the one side they couldn't see because you lifted up the ring, but hell, that's what you got big screen TVs for. But it was, it was carnage energy as well as we, I did not know who was going to win. And that's what I love about professional wrestling. Um, there were, you know, yes, I picked Roman Reigns, but I was like, man, are they going to put it on Brock here? And it was another uh, uh, people want to you know, talk about him. Brock is a big money draw. 
plus Brock is a great WWE wrestler. He always answers, whether it's short, whether he always does great business, and he's one hell of a wrestler. Did you yeah. see how smooth it was? Brock threw the microphone at Roman, and Roman was just like he had a, a magnet in his hand. He was just like, dude, caught the microphone and just no sold it. I was I like, how fucking cool was that? He just looked cool, man. Yeah. It, it looked like Damn. it was CGI stuff. It, it looked like a like it was computer generated. If I did that to you, go. I would hit you in the balls. Yeah, I, I would have been. I would have. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got hit. Yeah, you know what? When I see Roman and Brock, and I think that was their seventh pay per view matchup, and a lot of people are complaining. Oh, Brock and Roman again. I don't know why people complain. I love having long-term feuds, long-term storylines. And when you have two people that have chemistry with one another, I think it's safe to say, even judging from what they have chemistry together, Roman. They and do. And Dave, I, I've had a thousand hamburgers in my life. Don't mean that I don't ever want one again. I ate three and, well, What the hell? If it's good, it's good. Yep. I know I always bring stuff back to food. I can't. It's help. okay. Do you, Mark? Do you, boo? <laughs> listen, when you have chemistry together and they do, listen, here we are. You know, they're in the main event at SummerSlam, uh, well over 40,000 fans in attendance for SummerSlam. Here we are talking about that this is maybe one of the best SummerSlams. We're all giving it an A grade. And your main event is Brock and Roman. I, I see no flaws in having those two guys in the ring together. It drew people, it's a great people story. People want that. Yep. People want to criticize it, but like you said, Dave, if it's if they have chemistry and it's good, then why not? Nobody said nothing when Undertaker and Shawn Michaels went at each other. No. Nope. So why 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 point these two people out? And Dave, I mean, it was the main focus of SummerSlam, but here's the best part of it. The undercard delivered huge. And it was, you know, like we were all praising the show. It was praised uh, across the board on social media. And it was, it gave us so much hope for what we're going to see tonight. Every single thing that we can, you know, if you, if you want to break it down, the women's match that starts the show. Great. We also had Becky turning back. Uh, to the babyface side. Plus, we now have the return of Bailey, uh, Dakota Kai, Eero uh, Sky, I believe they're calling her now. Yeah. And that was in the very first match. That's at least a 30-minute segment on Raw tonight, if you give that time. Why they happened, you know, you have to explain so much, but it's going to be great television. And, you know, hey, wherever they are tonight, it's going to be, you know, Bailey's return, Becky addresses. There's so many different things, or you wait to hear from Becky and here comes Bianca is going to, you know, get in their faces. If there's going to be physicality, if there's not going to be physicality, there's that's 30 minutes right off the bat uh, on a three hour show tonight that I'm like, Oh, guess what? I want to stay tuned and watch it. And then followed up with uh, who knows, the, what, what's next for the, the bloodline? We know we got Drew McIntyre. He's the number one contender in a place where um, it's likely his going to get the biggest ovation of his career. 
Oh yeah, by the way, someone uh, went to cash in their money in the bank. That didn't happen. What's going to be next for Bobby Lashley? There's so many great storylines. What's next for The Miz? Obviously, we got AJ Styles. It's going to be AJ Styles and Ciampa. So much great stuff. What's up with uh, uh, Street Pat Profits? McAfee and, is Pat McAfee and, and uh, Baron Corbin over? Is it That's over? just for Friday. Come on now. But we got so much more to think about because it's a fresh new beginning you want an inside look at the nfl with two future hall of famers let's go let's go let's go with tom brady larry fitzgerald and jim gray returns for the 2022 season what a blessing it's been to be a part of football history tom's experience always shows up in big games that means in-depth football talk and the best guests in the podcast world come see me and now you really hall of fame come see uncle snoop in the studio hear the best of let's go dropping mondays on your podcast feed up until the season premiere on september 5th download and subscribe right now on the SXM app or wherever you get your podcast. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Guys, want to get your take because before we get into the actual main event that we saw, I just want to get into the look and feel of what we saw last night. Old school Jim Crockett promotions. I mean, Tommy, that look of the set, Tony Schiavone and David Crockett, crazy. It was definitely a throwback slash feel-good show. Um, it exceeded, I think, all expectations. Again, the undercard, I wish they had some more time for matches. But the crowd was super-duper into what they were seeing. And the, the throwback, all the, uh, the shout-outs, the special cameos throughout the show, especially for the main event. It really, really was a fun event. I don't think uh, it, you know, it should be held under the scrutiny of, you know, how you kind of want to talk about, you know, AEW or, or Monday night raw SmackDown, stuff like that. The event was for the purpose, exactly what it was. It was a feel good moment. It was a celebration of Ric Flair, Ric Flair's last match, and uh, I think they accomplished all that. And uh, it was, I enjoyed seeing it. And like we always talk about there, there's a place for throwbacks like that. Just like, <clears throat> Hey man, I enjoy 
old timers day at Yankee stadium. It's a tradition. It's all of these things that made us, you know, like I say about paving the way for where we are at in the, in the wrestling industry right now. Um, I, I loved seeing it. And like I said, my biggest takeaway from that is, man, I really, really, I wish Jeff Jarrett was doing more in ring because I got to see how great, because I forgot how great of when he's a heel, how great he is. Yeah. And he was, you know, Jay lethal too. Oh yeah. No, Jay lethal is currently wrestling and you know, Jay, you know, that him training Rick, all that stuff. But you know, I feel this Jeff's going back into the office. Jeff has an office position within WWE. He looks great. He works great. He did the referee spot. He really, you know, didn't get overly involved, but he did a great job at that. He's been in the business forever, but his heel work is phenomenal of being what he's great at being a heel. Yeah. He, he, uh, Mark, I, I thought Jeff Jarrett was the MVP last night. You're first of all, you're right about Jay lethal. Uh, Jay Lethal in the ring with Ric Flair was just magic. I mean, Jay Lethal, I, I hope that he gets pushed to the moon now because I, he has been kind of under the radar for a very long time. And now that he's with a major company on national TV, I, get, I hope he gets used correctly because he is a super duper talent. But, but Jeff Jarrett was next level. And not only Jeff, but Karen Jarrett as well, I thought did a phenomenal job in that match last night. They, they, everybody involved did a great job. Um, Jeff is one of the few guys that got over big and, and as smooth as he is. We talked about that with Randy Orton. Randy Orton, to be as smooth and as polished a, uh, those guys usually don't become super famous. They're, they're not exciting enough. They're not, they don't have that extrovert quality, but Jeff always had it. So, you know, he's, he's kind of like really the best of both worlds. And he's a wrestling nut. He was, he, he's a guy that loves the history of wrestling and he worked in the office and he had a flair for, um, Anything and everything wrestling. There's some guys that's one or the other, Dave. Yeah. You know, they're, they're wrestling centric and they can just do that. And then there's guys that are that work in the office that they can market, they can promote, they can produce, they can do all the other stuff that and not be actually in the ring. Jeff can do both. I mean, can you imagine Jeff advising um theory hmm. and telling him like always oh, being in his ear when he thinks he could cash it or also being a roadblock for a theory you know if somebody wants to get to him or someone who he can help cause uh, a victory for theory with a guitar shot or how you know he's going to eventually eat a guitar shot there's so many different things that you can do with a jeff jarrett but i mean again you look at him he's in shape he can bump, he can do everything. Uh, and, and last night he was doing something that you don't see in a long, long time. And it's heat. He was getting natural heat. He was getting, he would go down to the floor and people would stand, go back yeah. and watch it. And they're standing to cuss at him or being like, man. I, and he'd be like, I'll kick your ass. I'm like, you ain't going to kick my ass. 
and those were even leaving. And, you know, how much of a heel are you that you leave your wife ringside? And then she's coming up. She's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm regrouping or like beating the count. Um, that all the stuff was great. And it was, you know, it was really, it was a celebration of Rick's career, you know, and, and Rick had a nice uh, recap of it. Um, and, and, you know, it was a nice way to go off. I, I hope we never see Ric Flair wrestle again because he's had two amazing send-offs and you don't want to spoil it. Um, and, and, and it was what it was. You can't. I'm waiting on the next one. No, you. it, it, it has to be. Listen, he doesn't need the money anymore. Dave, we're going to the next one. Ric Flair's next retirement. We're, we're going to be there like The Undertaker. Mark, and I, I really I, did appreciate, I, I, I'm sorry, Dave. I appreciated no. the, the Conrad tossing him the knucks. Cause if you really think about it, Conrad gave Rick a lifeline and helped him out. And, you know, he doesn't need the money anymore because Rick has lived the Ric Flair life. And, but now he's, you know, he's content. And he, like you said, he's surrounded by his family. Rick's ultimate love is will always be professional wrestling. Hopefully now he can realize that there's more to it because Mark will tell you, everybody will tell you, wrestling is the most addicting drug out there, and you yeah. want that. I mean, Rick wants that adulation. He wants to be in front of the boys and and be in front of his peers, like you know, Undertaker, um, Bret Hart, Mick Foley. He wants that adulation, that that respect. Like he and he needs it. And when I tell you he needs it, he needs it, and he craves it. And it's so hard, you know, for him. I I wish. I, you know, I heard some interviews, you know, he said he's drinking every night before that. I don't want to see Ric Flair drinking because Ric Flair's had a lot of health issues Yeah. yeah. For, for what it was last night was exactly what it should have been. And it was a nice farewell to, you know, the greatest wrestler of all time and, and great that other companies got involved. You know, you had MLW impact, new Japan, um, you know, WWE p- people were there, uh, you know, it, it was great all around, uh, just to have it like the way it was. I mean, there's, there's a lot, first of all, Tommy, you just said that, and this is the way I felt going into last night. You know what? This is a celebration of Ric Flair. Right? You know, as you know, I'm the biggest Ric Flair fan that there is. Um, this was a big night for me. Um, and it was just at a celebration. Jeff Jarrett made me feel differently. Like, go back for those who didn't watch. Go back and watch that match. What Tommy is saying is 100% true. Like, that crowd was booing the hell out of Jeff Jarrett. I think everybody's spirits were high. All right, this is just a fun match to kind of give a tribute to Ric Flair. Jeff Jarrett made you feel otherwise, and he really got that crowd to hate him over that 27 minutes that that match took. Um, again, credit to Jay Lethal. Uh, credit to Andrade as well, who I thought was phenomenal last night. But Jeff Jarrett was on another level. Now, Mark, you mentioned something, too, that I think we have to talk about as well. And that is some of the big names that were there last night. We saw, you know, for me to have Bob Cottle sign off the end of that show like you know wow that was incredible to see you know with that old world championship wrestling set um uh tony Schiavone and david crockett on commentary um mick foley bret hart the undertaker 
Santino um, at, at, at ringside was was phenomenal. Um, Got to give credit where credit is due. Conrad Thompson made that feel like it was 1986. He re- he really did. And there is there are there's a a gif or a meme or whatever the collage or whatever that's all over the internet this morning. And it's Tony Schiavone interviewing Ric Flair. Yeah. After Ric Flair won the NWA World Heavyweight Championship from Harley Race at Starcade 83 and he's a bloody mess. And then almost in the exact same pose, Tony Schiavone interviewing Ric Flair after his last match last night as a bloody mess. I looked at that and I just said, wow, because it's almost a 40 year span between those two pictures. Yeah, I've seen it. It's how it started, how it ended. And it's a a great picture. Uh, Hey, let me ask you something because I didn't understand one thing. The referee who slid in, who was he? They, you know what they said his they they said his name, but it wasn't he wasn't recognizable. Like I almost yeah. thought we were the way that they were building it up. I almost thought it was going to be Tommy Young that was going to right. That was my my one thing that I was like, man, if I could have just changed one thing, if I couldn't get Tommy Young, I get Earl Hebner, and yeah. just coming down and making because it's you know, two of the most famous referees. I didn't know who the referee was. Um, and when they said his name, I was like, who? And I'm looking at him. And I'm like, did I didn't know who that was, but yeah, that, yeah. that would have been my only like, you know, little exclamation point or a nice shout out be, uh, because I mean, Earl man, uh, refereed him in mid Atlantic WWE. And then, you know, Tommy, the sliding referee yeah. uh, or even, you know, it couldn't happen or a Charles Robinson would have been yeah. great as well. But that is beyond nitpicking. But when you point out the, somebody who's the ref and I don't know who you are, cause I didn't, and I still didn't. And when I heard it again on the, the clip, I was like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Like who was that ref? And, and, and for, and listen, I, I was reading a lot of the comments on social media about, you know, come on, this is ridiculous. I didn't think it was, I, I thought it was a good way for Ric Flair to finally say goodbye because that goodbye at WrestleMania 24 truly wasn't his goodbye. He went, what, just a couple months later, he is wrestling in TNA. So to me, that final farewell was a little bit tainted because he did come back and wrestle. To your point, Mark, I think last night definitely was the end. I don't think we're going to see Ric Flair again in a ring. I... You know, even more than the action that we saw in the ring, going back to Tommy's point, the one thing that concerned me was at the end, he's like, you know me, I'm going to be partying with Kid Rock, you know, tonight. I was like, please, Rick, go back please to the don't. hotel. Yeah, please. don't don't hang out with Kid Rock, please. Nothing good will come no. from that. Just go, go back to the hotel, enjoy what you just accomplished, and relax because if if wrestling ain't gonna kill you, Kid Rock sure as shit will. So just go <laughs> go back and enjoy your accomplishments, you know? Yes, very much so. <laughs> Fucking guy. SummerSlam with the two middle fingers. I was like, Yeah, this truly is a new era in the WWE when you're paying into Kid Rock during the SummerSlam and watch him just giving those middle fingers. But you know, he's a Hall of Famer.
it open is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to Sirius XM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and Sirius XM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.